Hello, hello. Welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, The Solution, where I'll be holding it down for the next 30 to 60 minutes, and I will basically dish upon topics that were given to me by our listeners. Today's topic is toxic masculinity coming in from the good brother Tommy Two Times. Give you a little history of Tommy Two Times. Good friend of mine. He and I used to host uh, the TNT show here in San Antonio. He sent this to me and said, hey, would you be okay with talking about this topic? And we kind of had a conversation about this a long time ago. Um, I like to say we we kind of have a slight difference in opinion on this, but we still see the, the vision the same a little bit. Um, and there's some fundamental differences in there that I'm going to dish upon and some clear uh, agreements with this. So toxic masculinity, let's, def- you know, let's get the definition so people aren't saying, oh, that's your opinion. So according to what I have uh, researched, okay, and this is from organorg.uk, we didn't go with Wikipedia because, you know, anybody could put anything to Wikipedia. Toxic masculinity is an archetypical image of what it means to be masculine. It becomes harmful and aspirational. It thrives by penalized behavior, which does not conform to a standard and celebrating behavior, which does. So we're wondering where did this come from? So let's back up for a second. I'll, I will show you what the good brother Tommy two times sent me. It was a meme that uh, he sent it to me via Facebook. Toxic masculinity. And there's some stats with this. 43% of boys are raised by single mothers. 78% of teachers are females. So close to 50% of boys have 100% feminine influence at home and 80% feminine influence at school. Toxic masculinity is a problem. The lack of masculinity is. Now, as I scroll through the comments on the original posts, this was dominated by... Um, people from I believe it's the Middle East so you have some cultural differences in here so uh, I did not actually from East Africa okay and I've actually been there I was there for about 10 and a half months in the previous career so I could not really go with the opinions um, that are in here because there's a, a huge cultural difference in that part of the country that I'm fully aware of but this is going to be a reflection of what I see it as to be in the United States. This um this number right here is not quite um based upon the US. You know, whoever made this is not from here after doing a little research on this. But toxic masculinity does exist. And we we like to throw around that word a whole lot. So what are the behaviors? What what makes what 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 are these things that consist of toxic masculine behavior? What what are these things? And just to get to the genesis of it, well, let's go with the behaviors first, then I'll break it down. Some of the top toxic masculine behaviors are being stoic, okay, being that strong, steadfast, unwavering guy, okay. It's basically being self-reliant, independent, being physically tough. Right. It's saying that 
there's no way you can be successful in society if um, you're not these ways. You know, you can't be vulnerable. You can't be vulnerable. And if you are, people are going to question you. Being promiscuous. It, this is a, a double standard and people talk about that all the time. Um, men having sexual conquests is really a uh, champion, whereas there will be some name calling and disparaging comments made to women who do that. And champion heterosexuality is the unalterable norm. You know, you're, you're not a real man if you're not a heterosexual. I know people jump all down the rabbit hole with that one. So I'm leaving it alone. All right. That, that's not going to work in these days and time. Being violent. Being violent. Now, we know statistically men commit crimes of violence more than women. We know that. And, you know, that's, that's part of the genetics in there, our DNA, that we are the more aggressive because we have testosterone in large amounts. Being dominant. Being dominant. The, the demand to, you know, to conquer and to be on top at all times, whether it's verbal or physical, you know, even we see it now on social media with the online bullying thing. That's pretty much a, a male behavior for the most part. Not so much women engage in it. And, um, you know, being the all knowing, all saying uh, what I say goes sexual aggression towards women. All right. Making comments, jokes, harassment, saying rape is a myth and basically saying that, you know, you're a woman. So I have a right to you. You know, I you, you should be accepting, you know, you should give your body to me, not displaying emotion. Right, it being emotional or having emotions is considered a feminine trait, you know, according to toxic masculinity, and uh, you know, saying suppressing emotion is a sign of weakness, and showing emotion is a sign of weakness as well, and basically saying you're you're aligned with feminine behavior, right? Uh, men that champion and feminine activists are considered uh weak betas all right so yeah risk taking basically saying hey you, you gotta try it or else and these are all the things you need to take extreme measures to to achieve success don't think about it just do it you know see how it works saying household chores are solely things that women do Caregiving, taking care of the children. That's what women do. I'm the provider. I don't come home to wash dishes and clean up or change diapers. You know, I make the money you deal with that. All right. And be being asked to do things that are deemed feminine, you know, or that's that's not masculine. All right. Um, you know, you do the dishes. I take out the trash, stuff like that. All right. So those those are uh, some things out there you know and and you know the, the one thing that people don't like to talk there's toxic femininity and it's basically the reverse of this all right you just put um feminine in front of it and it's the same behavior believe it or not but we don't like to talk about that so i i would like to surmise that um the, the good brother tommy came up with this because i am one that says a lot of the problems that our males are experiencing is because we are stifling emotions and we aren't um, giving these young men an outlet to express themselves 
when they feel a certain way. And um, this is actually, matter of fact, I'm going to include uh, the, the good brother, uh, Clinton, you know, he and I do the sneaker thing and stuff like that. He has sent me something as well. I'm going to pull that up just to, to show you what's going on out there. Um, a, a lot of males aren't given an outlet to say, hey, this is what's going on with me. Because like I said, that's that's considered soft. You know, what do you, oh, how you feel? You need to get over that. So the other day he and I were talking and um, he sent me something. And um, it's in reference to teen girls. It was a teen girl support group in middle school out where he's at. And it talks about inner strength and they're going to meet every Wednesday. And uh, I said, let's talk about what's on your mind. And he told me that same option wasn't afforded to the males. Wonder why? Wonder why? Because we aren't teaching our young boys how to deal with how they feel. And but we're championing toxic masculinity behaviors. You're talking about the suppression of emotions because that's considered weak now the key part in this is that the difference between these two brothers that i was communicating with and this isn't a knock on anybody two of us have kids one don't so when you're in it there's another dynamic in here my 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 dude clinton he has a son and a daughter i have a daughter tommy does not have any kids so the investment strategy of this is completely different. So we're getting three different elements where one has to deal with, not deal, what was charged with the task as a father to raise a young man, a boy to a young man to a man, and a, a little girl to a young lady to a woman. And one is charged with raising a little girl to a young lady to a woman. One does not have that responsibility. So he's a spectator to this where two of us are ingrained on both sides or one front. So there's a conversation that can be had between two of us that can't be had between three of us, if you will. Because in this situation, you really have to be invested in stuff like this to say what's going on. If not, you're just you're observing. It's different. It's completely different. And that is not a knock on uh, any of these men or one man in particular it's different when you are observing and uh your your task with um the development and the cultivation of a young person so and believe it or not these are things that i talk to about my daughter i talk to with my daughter i've talked this this is not new for me okay i have nephews i've spoken to them about this as well they have a father but they also view their uncle as another asset in their life that they can have a different kind of conversation the the big homie if you will conversation and um they're going to get the the positive affirmation and the correction at the same time but it's coming from a uh, a different pot of money if you will that's still invested in in their development and growth so one thing that uh really stood out is being dominant Okay, to be preoccupied with power and dominance to a point that it causes harm to others, such as verbal, physical, online bullying. Um, we're not going to talk about that. It's, it's basically just being caught up in winning at all costs. Okay, the competitive spirit 
because there's this toxic competition as well. Um, if we play sports, the sore loser clearly stands out. If you aren't teaching young boys how to deal with emotions at home, it translates to the playing field. That kid that thinks he's supposed to get his weight on the field. If he loses, he's the one that's sulking and he, he, you can't, he's unconsolable. Okay. That shows you that something is going on at home with that child. All right. They need to understand that you're not going to win all time, but we are going to hand out participation trophies as well. Okay. You didn't win. You didn't get anything. That's life. So sports are supposed to be part of life lessons. And, um, you know, if, if you're that kid that always got his way, that's always dominated and suddenly you're playing at the highest level of competition, you make it to the, uh, the professional level and you see that behavior still translates, you know, as adults making millions of dollars on the playing field, on the court. You know, it, it's the same thing. It never changes because they were never talked to about these things. The other one is not displaying emotion. We aren't saying we need to see men crying, okay, sobbing uncontrollably when something goes wrong. But we do need to see that something bothered you, okay? That's why you see far more men commit suicide because we aren't allowed in society to say, hey, something's wrong. That's viewed as being weak. It's a uh, it's a lot of these behaviors that are champion that people think that, you know, we're we're creating um, softer boys and stuff like that. Now, having the dominant, well, having strong male figures in a young man's life has uh, huge, huge benefits and payoffs. It really does, because it's the example. OK, now women cannot teach a boy how to be a man and a man cannot teach a girl how to be a woman so what happens if you wind up being a single parent is that everything you're teaching that child is from an observation standpoint and what you would like for them to be with no first-hand knowledge there's no buying with it because you're not that gender you're unequipped to do it you're unequipped to do it it's, it's like you have the, the bitter mothers that like to celebrate Father's Day in spite of the fathers because they're just mad. All right. That's ridiculous. That's toxic feminine behavior. Yeah. Toxic feminine behavior. Right. You aren't equipped to raise a child because you're not a mother. That's toxic feminine behavior. Children need their mothers only because they birth them. We're more equipped. Toxic feminine behavior. To have a, a meaningful relationship with your father will have immense payoffs. I talk about a phenomenon called the uh, young angry black man syndrome. And it's real. The ability to have the conversation about things that you don't understand from a male perspective as a boy will sometimes keep you from making poor decisions. Because it's clarity. Not saying someone uh, such as a stepfather or um, a long-term male companion of the mother can't fill that role, but the investment because that child belongs to you is different. You're you're 
you're connected to that person. You know, this is your son. You're, you made them. It has high payoffs. So young angry black man syndrome works like this. The boy grows up admiring his father, whether he was there or not. It's just the way it is that your father is your first superhero. Hands down. First superhero, even if you're a little girl, your father is the first superhero that you're aware of. They may not acknowledge it, but you are viewed as such because they see you do great and amazing things. As they get older, they realize the superhero thing was uh, cute and is a way of showing admiration to their male parent. They become the teacher, the provider, the protector, and the one that provides emotional comfort and development. You cannot do these things if you're not that gender of the child properly because it's a different perspective. Now, we like to think of the father as the disciplinarian. Oh, I'm going to tell your dad. Your dad's going to deal with this. That's been the stereotypical role of the father. Well, not all men are these belt-wielding, yelling, I'm annoyed. So having the male available to young boys and women without this toxic behavior that's been championed that you have to be the all strong all powerful it, it creates bad situations okay but the problem is is the emotional part of it where too many men think that's weak like i said it, it is not you know the whole crying in public and stuff like that and old oh, people are going to take advantage of you and all that stuff you need to be able to allow these young boys to express themselves. All right. Um, and then using the, the things about the, the disparaging terms such like sissy and soft and stuff like that. It does not help these boys. OK. But once again, you have to be equipped to do this. All right. Now, if there's behaviors you don't agree with, then by all means, do correct it. But, you know, man up. Stop crying. Now, if they just revert, revert to crying when something goes wrong, yeah, that's a problem. All right. But saying things like stop acting like a little girl, you know, and the name calling and stuff like that. They, they get that together. All right. I know that hurts. I know it hurts. Get it together. OK. All right. It hurts. It happens. Come on now. Come on now. Dust yourself off. Get it together. All right. That's not toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity is, hey, stop. All right. When you're telling somebody to get it together, it does not mean immediately. It means, all right, get that in progress to move forward. All right. You're acknowledging that they feel like, hey, you know, I, I know you're not. That hurts. I know you're not 100 percent right now. OK. Well, let's start moving forward. Let's get on the path of moving forward with that. I'm not saying forget it. See how that works. See how that works. It's because you have to be invested in it. All right. And that's the thing. It's like children only they learn because they mimic you. That's how they learn to do things. So if the, the little boy is in a house full of women 
his experience in being able to handle things are going to come from a female perspective. But if there aren't enough men around him to cultivate him in a positive manner, that it's not going to balance out. Okay. It's not going to balance out. So it, it, uh, we, we say things to, um, to boys because we, we want them to be strong and virile and, uh, do the, the norm, right? The societal norms have been blurred. Okay. It's like, you're not going to change somebody because you don't like it. That's just the way it is. Okay, and it, here's here's some of the things, some of the um, the the second and third order effects of us pushing. Um, hey, you got to be strong all the time. When we get into our forties, you know what a lot of men don't do? Seek health care. Why? Because we've been taught to be strong, and suddenly. That pain, annoyance that you've had for the past six months, it has morphed into something that can't be controlled because we were told to rub some dirt on it, take a knee, drink some water and keep it moving. I'm just going to say that's stupid. All right. Seeking help isn't a sign of weakness. Y'all do understand that, right? But this is the stuff that's being pushed. That's just the way it is. All right. And like I said before, because emotions are being suppressed, men commit suicide at a higher rate. Or engaged in violent crimes that takes their lives. The other part, too, is the the fear of failure that's being pushed on men is many of us don't finish college. Believe it or not. Women are surpassing men in completion of degrees because no one wants to talk about their academic struggles as men. It's weak. Oh, you're stupid. You're dumb. How are you going to be able to support a family if you can't pass a simple class? These are the things that are being pushed on boys. Think about it. You have, and this is, this is growing up in the city I'm from. You have young single moms pushing sports on these boys because what it does is negates success being academics or technical skill. You know, he, he has a heck of a jump shot. He runs the 40 and 4-3. Yeah, he'll make it to the league. They push that in doing well in the classroom becomes... Uh, second or third in the order of precedence and they hope that somebody pushes them through so you, you have that because of the fear of failure and what happens when that little boy doesn't make it they're destroyed they have nothing else to rely upon because the the adults in their lives have pushed athletics upon them so much they have no other skill. So that kid has been set back. There's a reason as a student athlete, simply put. 
So how can we address this? Okay. The first uh, first problem is that it it is a problem and it's not a myth. Okay. It's not a myth. It you you have to know if you're saying, oh, they're always talking about toxic masculinity, they always talking. You have to clearly see that it's a problem. These are the things that are being pushed. The tough, strong man has negative impact. If not managed properly, understand that. The image of the strong, virile man has negative consequences. If not cultivated properly, all these things, be tough, you're a man, all this stuff. There's a way of doing this that many of us aren't equipped because you aren't teaching. Once again, I keep saying this, you have to teach young boys how to deal with emotions. Now, I talked about in the previous episode about rejection. Now, one thing I saw quite a bit is once again, I keep telling you what happens at home happens in society. Rejection. You don't get your way. The throwing of the tantrum, the getting mad that you receive the no. A young man wants to get the attention of a young female. She turns him down. He becomes disrespectful. F-U-B. Ugly anyway. All this stuff. Wait a minute. Had she not rejected you, would you be saying those things? This starts at home. Okay. And the interactions that you allow this young boy to deal with. You know what it is? He's expected to win all the time. So he thought he was going to win the attention of that female and it did not go his way. So what did he do? He responded with some stereotypical toxic masculine behavior. Because there's no one teaching him how to manage rejection, how to deal with it. That no isn't a bad word. It happens. You're not going to win all the time. You're watching your son play a video game. He's losing. Instead of finishing out the game, you know what he does? Toss the controller, turn the game off. Told you the saying my coach told me. Winners celebrate, losers learn. Because they don't get tired of losing. If he plays the game over and over again, eventually he will figure it out. All right. Do it again until you get it right. Like he doesn't even play. I got him. He asked for the video game system. He doesn't even play it. Why? Because he expects to win. He plays it on rookie all the time. He won't play it on varsity. Because he's afraid to lose. And not analyze how he lost. Because he doesn't want to deal with the emotional disappointment. I, I think some men, you might get this. Some won't. But once again, it's your level of investment with young males. Where are you in this? Where you're entrusted with this daily. If you don't have that, you're speaking from the bleachers. Okay. So what I'm asking is, men, if you don't have sons, if you aren't uh, entrusted with the development of uh, young men outside of the playing field, get involved all right get involved 
that's how you combat this toxic masculinity thing because they're going to know what they know if it's from the perspective of their mom all the time that's where it's going to come from until they get older or they have the wherewithal later on in their lives realize like you know something my mom was really shaping and molding me into something negative because she had a problem with the men she had in her life she's still mad so i'm not going to raise my son like this so she's going to make raise him in the image of what she desired in the men she was around that's why you see a lot of um women dress these little boys like grown men because they that's what the men they date they want them to look like uh, another toxic trait uh that some mothers engage in is calling these young boys their king you know the man of the house and all this stuff no let that little boy be a little boy okay this is the only man that loves me because she's bitter she's mad about failed relationships so she's shaping this young boy into the image of the men that she desired she's creating her uh, uh superman if you will she's turned the little boy into a lab rat and that that's dangerous that's dangerous you see it and they think it's cute okay they think it's cute you i'm, I'm telling you you'll be hard pressed to find a father that's going to dress his little girl in the image of the the women that he admired or desired that would be creepy however society has no problems with okaying that with women you know you see the, the little boy he's about two or three he, he's got the 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 little necklace on and um the jordans and the skinny jeans with the pull-up on under it you know in some high-end shirt or something like that oh look at the little man he's cute so it's when you say i look up to this person hopefully that person that you look up to are treating people in a, a positive manner male or women okay they're treating people in a positive manner and it's like you know I, I aspire to be you know someone like that person or better but you need that older gentleman that's why i call ogs not original gangsters but an older gentleman is an og to me that i can say um you know hey mr charlie what do you think about this and i i want the crap talking then he gets down to the meat and potatoes of how it is because he's lived things he's seen it so that's how we could basically flip this whole toxic masculinity thing but i am the solution this is delicious tears once again, I do appreciate you all sending in these topics. These are great topics. I'm, I'm kind of inundated right now. I'm going to get to you with these topics, everyone. And um, nothing gets prioritized. Like I said, some of the topics you've sent in are kind of sort of similar to something I did before. And this one right here kind of scraped the surface. I, I mentioned this in passing in the last episode. But uh, shout out to Tommy two times for sending this in. Also, my dude cleaning aka the toe box for adding to um something that he had received on a personal level but um i didn't want to bring that part of what he sent me completely into it 
because that's for another conversation. But I'm out of here. Make sure you're sharing this. And I always appreciate you all. Thanks for the compliments. Thanks for the comments. You know, either, uh, you know, good or bad, indifferent. I appreciate it. And I'm out of here.